0: Support for Jeff Need Sports is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners today. That's 20% off, plus free shipping with the code JHUNT. That's capital J-H-U-N-T at manscaped.com. Hey, welcome back to Jeff Needs Sports, everyone. This is Knee Jerk Analysis, an official, off- I'm guessing that a lot of my listeners, a lot of my fans, so to speak, You know, may may not know exactly what we're talking about here because, but we're getting to that point of the season. So, what I did was I brought on one of the off the ball networks, NBA experts, NBA analyst I brought on Stephen Gillespie from Breaking the Game. Stephen, how are you tonight?
1: Jeff, I'm doing well, man. It's a pleasure to link up with you as always, man. And uh, I'm ready to get talking about some NBA today, man.
0: Hey, Hey, me too. And, and, you know, I do another podcast. A lot of people may have seen this one. It's called Jeff Needs Help. And I need some help with this because the NBA play in tournament is a new thing. And it's it's not it's a little confusing. and so it's a sort of disorienting. And over the last couple of days, it's become a bit of a topic. So this is this is perfect timing for it, um, actually. So so that, that's what that's what we're going to do today. We're gonna get we're we're going to have you explain it to us, like like uh, you know we're, we're in elementary school, and then and then we'll get then we'll get your thoughts on the tournament. So sounds great, man. Yeah. So so this isn't the first year of the play in tournament, correct? Correct.
1: Yeah, we had it last season as well. It looks a little different this season, though, because there's two playing teams this season. Last season, there was only one. So basically what happened is the ninth place team in each conference had an opportunity to play against the eighth seed in both conferences. They had to win. They played two games between them. The ninth seed had to win both games in order to make the playoffs as the eighth seed. We actually saw that in its first year the Portland Trailblazers as the ninth seed That's right. beat the Memphis Grizzlies two games in a row to take the eighth spot. And then they lost um, pretty handily to the Los Angeles Lakers, <laughs> but they, they did what they set out to do. They made the playoffs. So,
0: so before we get to this year's format, we'll bring it up here in a second. Uh, give us a little insight. Why was this created in the first place? Cause I'll be honest with you. I kind of missed this and mm-hmm. then it popped up in the bubble and I, it was a cool surprise for me, but, um, give us just give us a little insight on why it was created.
1: Well, it really depends on like what you, what conspiracy you kind of believe in. Right. So last season they threw it in because, uh, Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans were the ninth seed. That's right. right. And, um, they had to be, what well, I think it was like six games back or something like that in order to qualify. And it was basically just an arbitrary number that the Pelicans just so happened to be within of the eighth seed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Pelicans kind of zigged when the NBA tried to help them. Uh, they didn't play Zion <laughs> extended periods of time. Like, they uh, basically was just like, thank you for all the help that you tried to give us, NBA. We're not going to do any of it. We want to protect Zion. So, um, there's that conspiracy aspect for it last season. But this year, they're implementing um, two seeds the ninth and the tenth seed are going to be a part of the plan tournament. And basically, what the okay. NBA is saying the goal is is supposed to. Um, here we here.
0: I'll put I'll put the graphic up for the for the viewers if you're listening. Okay. Stephen will walk you
1: through it, but I'll put the graphic
0: up to make it a little easier here.
1: Yeah. So you know, back to the theory real quick though is um the theory is you're supposed to to make tanking not a thing basically like Adam Silver and the competition committee wants to make everybody, you know, compete until the end of the season. And this dates back to a couple seasons ago when the Denver Nuggets were playing against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And it was such an interesting dynamic. It was the last game of the season. And and whoever won that game got to go and be a part of the playoffs. And that drew such a response. It was one of the most viewed games of the season because there was a lot on the line and it was a regular season game. So that was like, well, hey, a playing tournament might be beneficial and it keeps teams competitive all season long with the shot to potentially make the playoffs, right? So the NBA is pushing it as a way to, you know, de-incentivize tanking for some of these teams. Now, we'll talk about standings and stuff like that where certain teams are. Some teams are just too far gone already to, to where, like, the playing tournament isn't isn't even a thing, so they're yeah. just going to kind of cement where they are in the standings and hope for that number one draft pick.
0: So, so that's a good point, and that's always been a i don't know it's always been this achilles heel of the nba is and i remember you know i've been watching basketball for a long time it was the same it was the jordan years well mm-hmm. when the Bulls were the were the one seed or the two seed you know the whole thing was like what what's the sense in being sacrificed in the first round of the playoff and so that creates this what what, what you're talking about and though, even though i'm a guy that Go to the playoffs anytime you can because you never mm-hmm. know. Ask the Denver Nuggets when they take out—you know—they took out the Sonics uh, and was it wasn't '96 or seven, Stephen. They took out the Sonics, maybe '90.
1: Uh, you're putting me on the spot. I'm—I'm I'm not I a hundred. Mean, you don't
0: have to know the year, but it was one of those years, and they took out a great Sonics team. Yeah, and, and Dikembe Mutombo and the Nuggets took them out because that was when we were best of five series, mm-hmm. and and that and that's always been the thing. No, you'd rather be in the lottery than because of so. If anybody doesn't know, real quick, if you go into the lottery, you don't necessarily just get the next pick up from the from the last playoff team. You could mm-hmm. you could move up three, four, five, potentially up to the first spot and grab a player. So that's always been the thing: of would you rather be the eighth seed or be in the lottery? And it's always been a it's always been a real sore spot in the NBA. And and they've they've I've I've personally tried to think of ways to get around it in the past. You know, people have said things like, "We'll give the give the." best record that didn't make the playoffs the highest chance in the lottery because they they just want teams to play all season because like you're saying you don't want to get to game 60 and a team's like whoa you know it just i don't what the pelicans did last summer i don't think anybody i maybe you do i don't really understand to this day exactly what they were doing it was almost like they were did everything they could do not to get in the playoffs. <laughs> it, it was the weird, it was the weirdest thing. It was and, like and, they it, wanted
1: to fire Alvin Gentry. Like that's what it felt like because yeah, the team. Was it wasn't, it wasn't due to coaching. It was because of, you know, the medical staff in the front office were like, you know, coach Gentry, you're not going to be able to play this guy, you know, X amount of minutes this game, you know, and that's the whole like Zion is just so different and unique that science doesn't really know what to do. As far as like rest him, play him, you know, minutes yeah. restriction, no minutes restriction. It, it He's such a unique specimen that it's a, they just, they tried to treat him the best they could, but. Yeah. And he's a young kid.
0: Know. And we, yeah. we, you know, we saw Philadelphia with their and uh, shoot or shoot basketball pod says uh, the lottery is a no brainer for him. So. <laughs> Shout cool. out to Kenneth. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks Kenneth. Um, and then, okay. So here's a good point here. So I, I'll, you know, Mark Cuban needs to quit whining about the play in get a top six now. I, OK, so I'm going to I'll play a clip for everybody here in a minute. Maybe you will go over. Let's go over the format and I'll try to bring up the the rankings and then we'll 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 talk about uh, Luka Doncic and and Mark Cuban and what, how they feel about it. And, and I don't not agree with everything they say. So th- there's a lot to unpack here. So. Let's, uh, let's start with let's start with the format before we get okay. too crazy here. we will kind of walk <laughs> people through what's going to happen because this, this is where I need, this is where I need um, our NBA expert. <laughs> I am, I am, I'm am not one of those off the ball network. So uh, Stephen kind of take us through this mess that, that I'm looking at here. If anybody All can't right. see it, I apologize. Stephen will catch you up.
1: Yeah. And I'll try to explain it the best way I can. I'll try to paint you a picture. So um, what you see in the middle of this graphic, which is available on the NBA website, if you just Google NBA playoff tournament, the NBA has a link that you can click on. They have frequently asked questions and all that stuff. So you can go to that link. Um, It'll give you this graphic that I'm talking about. So in the center, you have two columns um, seated. Uh, There's eight columns, but they're divided up how the playoffs are seated, right? So Eastern Western Conference, two columns. You have the one versus eight seed, the four versus five seed, the three versus six and the two versus seven. That's traditionally what we're used to in a playoff format. Right. But now with the play in tournament, they're incorporating the ninth and the tenth seed to have an opportunity to make the playoffs. So good opportunity, a great opportunity. I mean. You have to get on a little streak, but I mean, streaks happen all the time in basketball. Yeah. If you're if you're hot at the end of the year, you have a great opportunity to make the playoffs, even if you're not really technically in the picture right now. So with this play in tournament, they're incorporated the ninth and the ten seeds, and they're going to square off in some manner against the seventh and the eighth seed. So what the first round would look like is that the seventh and the eighth seed of both conferences will play off. So, you know, the, the seventh and the eighth seed of the Western conference will face off the seventh and the eighth of the Eastern conference will face off. Now the winner of that is automatically locked in as a seventh seed in the playoffs. The loser of that game plays the winner of the ninth so the and the winner, tenth
0: the, the winner of the seventh and eighth game is in. Okay. The,
1: yep. See. They're automatically locked in as the seventh seed. So, the so loser, that's huge. I mean, that's huge. Yep. So the loser of that game goes on to play the winner of the, Of the matchup between the ninth and the tenth seed so the first round of the play-in tournament looks like seventh and eight faces off ninth and tenth faces off the loser of the ninth and tenth you're gone see you later thanks for coming the winner of the eighth, the seventh and eighth seed they're automatically the seventh seed so this leaves the eighth seed open for competition now the winner of the nine ten seed match faces the loser of the 7th, 8th seed match. So, even if you lose in the opening round and you're slated as even the 8th seed, maybe the 7th seed, you still have your opportunity to make the playoffs. You're not getting hosed immediately. But you do have to face the winner of the ninth and the 10th seed in order to maintain your spot in the playoffs.
0: Essentially, what this... Uh, to, and one thing we can just boil down, you have to win to get in the playoffs. You can't coast into the playoffs. Like if you're if you're ninth, 10th, 7th, or 8th, you have to win a game. Mm-hmm. Before the
1: playoffs, so that's that's
0: unprecedented. If you're the ninth, tenth
1: seed, you have to win two games in a row yep. to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and if you're even if you're seventh or eighth, you still have, you still have to win a game.
1: Like, we yep. have, you have like, to I mean, at least go one and one
0: against, against teams that you've been battling all year. Um, I, I think this is fascinating stuff. I love so, it. Let's okay. So let's just lead into that. Let's get our viewpoint on that. I'll I'll take I'll leave that up here for just a second for people to look at. So the first thing I want to do is, you you love it. You've already said you love it. Um, mm-hmm. Why do you love it? Well, what?
1: Not only it does it de incentivize tanking. So even if you're like having a down season, you have t- you know you suffered substantial injury early on in the season. You have your stars coming back. Um, you still have an opportunity to to make the playoffs. Um, yeah. So right now, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to talk about a couple teams. No, yeah, no, so no. Go ahead, sir. In the Western Conference right now, the Golden State Warriors are the 10th seed.
0: Uh, which, there, there, there's <laughs> Exhibit A. I'm sorry. There's
1: Exhibit A for this season. So would it be too hard to imagine that the Golden State Warriors, with an opportunity to fight their way to get into the playoffs, that Steph Curry as he already is right now goes on a stupid you know 50 <laughs> night, 50 points a night two game stretch just to get into the playoffs uh, it it's feasible you know like they would have to play the spurs who right now both of these teams have identical records or excuse me the the warriors are 26 and 28 the spurs are 26 26 they're both 4 and 6 in their last 10 they're both on two game winning streaks If it was, if I had to pick between either one of these teams to win, I give the edge to the team with the biggest star, and that's Golden State. So
0: Golden State being a ten seed, I'm, is amazing to me, and I think that's every reason that that's it's exactly why it's exactly why you want. No, but it
1: gets better. But it gets better, Jeff. So okay, say they beat the Spurs. The Spurs are done. So now Golden State effectively has this ninth seed. And then, in in the meantime, the Mavericks and the Grizzlies are playing against each other. Both of these teams are capable of beating the other, but let's just say for the sake of it, because we're going to be talking about them later, the Dallas Mavericks win that game. Then, Golden State with Steph Curry plays against Memphis for an opportunity to be the (laughs) eighth seed in the Western Conference with an opportunity to square off against the Utah Jazz. And that's really a game that that's a series where I'm not going to say that Utah loses, but could Golden State take them get, you know, take two games in that series, maybe three. Who knows? Like, yeah, I think that that path in the Western Conference in particular makes this play in like super, super intriguing.
0: I'll try to I'll try to show some of these here that you were talking about. Sorry about that. Um, no, I, this fine. is awesome stuff because I love this, and we'll we'll get to a couple of people that don't love it here in a second. So you were talking about the Western <laughs> Conference here, and another thing I want to bring up is you're bringing up the potential, you know, the upside. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the downside. If you're the Portland Trail Trailblazers you know, and you're hanging in that six seed, you want to hang on to that so bad. Mm -hmm. So you might, you might, here's what it also eliminates is some of the jockeying that used to happen. Now this year with injuries and stuff, we don't, there's not necessarily a juggernaut at the top, but say, say you're Portland, you're a six seed and you look up and you're like, I got, we got the Clippers. Okay. Right now, as as it, as we, as we stand right now. The Clippers are on fire, so let's we're we're at longest
1: game. active winning streak in the NBA that no one's talking about. We're
0: at game seventy-one, okay, uh, Portland, and we'll we'll just say it's just like this. Portland and Dallas are six and seven, and you're Portland, and you're looking at playing the Clippers, and Dallas is looking at playing the Phoenix Suns. Say you feel you match up better. Normally, in a most seasons, you may think about. Throwing a couple games or sit, mm-hmm. you know, sitting uh, Lillard or somebody, as to where now, like you, there is no possible way you want to play a game to save your season, and then you're not guaranteed a seven or eight. Then all of a sudden you're playing Utah, so it's gonna it's gonna eliminate some of that too. So now what you've got is five and six, depending on the records. I mean, right now you look at it, there are three games between four and six. Mm-hmm. So all of these teams are like, we we absolutely don't want to play one game for our playoff lives, and and. and, then, and and this goes to the the organization too, because an owner is going to be like, we've had millions riding on the playoffs, and not that this is about money, but what I mean is, there's a lot of incentive. There's a
1: money aspect it, to it, though. There's a
0: risk. There's a risk. So it also brings in the six seeds want to play up, you, you know. So I like that. I it, it it brings it just brings more teams into effort. It does if that makes any sense? That's the way
1: yeah. I. That's what I like about it it makes a lot of sense. And here's something else to consider. We just found out that Jamal Murray has a torn ACL. There you go. So, and what happens now, now Denver is the fourth seed. Yep. You know, if Portland could eventually, I mean, two and a half games, people look at two and a half games and they think, Oh, that's not too bad in theory on face value, two and a half game. lead doesn't seem like a lot, but everybody's playing basketball at the same time. Like it's easy for us to say, um, you know, Oh, if Portland hits a hot streak, then they can come up. But what happens with if LA or Denver or Dallas hits a hot streak? Like everybody's yep. playing basketball at the same time, so sometimes those two and a half, three game leads in each um, division is actually a lot bigger than that number yeah, would otherwise yeah, indicate. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. But you know, just 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 looking at the sheer numbers here without you know we only get too crazy because there's a lot to go but <laughs>
1: we can I, get real crazy with yeah this, we man.
0: don't want to yeah, that that's <laughs> you know what, that's you and austin's thing thanks austin for yeah shout out to austin austin Carr member of the off the ball network uh breaking the game co-host breaking um, the game so let's look at the east because this is where let's be honest we i personally just know more people that care <laughs> so i'm telling you what right now when you have the knicks at eight and then you got the bulls at ten I care or Andy. Yeah. Or, or Andy. They have a lot of fans too.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean,
0: even the Celt, the Celtics out of seven, we thought they would might, We th- the Celtics walked I in thought into they the were going to be way three. higher. They were a one or two seed coming into the season. But mm-hmm. so now you have the Celtics. They do not want to play an extra game because they know if they can get into the tournament, so to speak, let's call it the tournament. Now the playoffs, mm-hmm. they know they have a chance. They don't want to play. They don't want to play a play-in game.
1: And the Hornets are injured though. Lamelo Ball and Gordon Hayward are both injured, so right. you know that they're going to be fighting for that sixth
0: spot. Uh, uh, so here's another upside for fans. I'm sorry, Charlotte, but with these injuries, we might be better off to have you guys kind of get weeded out before the <laughs> playoffs start, so we we don't have you coasting into an eight
1: spot where. Just but because, those okay. games ahead are substantial, Jeff. Look at the nine games mm-hmm. from at the sixth seed and then the tenth seed, they're what five and a half games back. That's a <laughs> yeah. lot of games to make up in a short amount of time. We we only have like about a quarter, maybe maybe like seventeen percent of the season left.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's let's just look at here. Let's project. We think Charlotte's gonna fall.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna say that they're gonna be around the eighth seed at well, at worst. Let's say Charlotte gets to nine. Okay, nine and, is feasible. And,
0: and either the huge fan draw, big market Knicks or Bulls are at ten. This gets exciting,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: and then all of a sudden, you know, one of those, you know, one of those teams is going to move on. So you've got Chicago or New York playing one game to get into the playoffs. That you know they, but they both would die for, and then we'll say it's. um You know, you know, who knows who it could be at that point, but regardless to, to get one chance, one game to get into the playoffs and then on the opposite side of it, you know, if you've got the, you know, the Pacers or whoever on the outside looking in, or what if you're the Knicks now, okay, let's get into this side of it. You're the Knicks. (laughs) You're the eight seed. You haven't been in playoffs in a minute. You're, mm-hmm. You have one of the biggest fan bases in the NBA. Now one of the sudden,
1: rowdiest, like
0: now all of a sudden, passionate. Let's call him passionate. Passionate.
1: Uh, like I love Knicks fans. Like they I make do, me happy. I
0: really love Knicks fans, especially our president, um, and our and and Edgar and all the guys. NFL, so, yep. Yeah, all, our boys, man. I, I do. So all of a sudden, you're a Knicks fan, and you're an eight <laughs> seed, and you have to play your way in. And let's say it's against Boston like you have to play Boston to to save your playoff life, that's mm-hmm. that's a bad draw. So on that note, that, that you know, this is a time for this. Well, I'll take this down. So we've talked about kind of the upsides, the downsides for if you're in, if you're out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try to bring up a little uh, sound bite here from uh, Luca. That was this yesterday, right? I believe that he yeah, said yesterday yeah. when they asked. And I'll play this here, and then we'll discuss – kind of what I was touching on there.
1: How much at this time of year do you look at the playoff standings or pay attention to that or, or think about the prospect of the play-in? I mean,
0: obviously, we're trying to get the sixth. hit uh, I don't understand the idea of playoff playing. You play 72 games uh, to get in the playoffs, and then maybe you lose two in a row and you're out of the playoffs. Uh, so I don't see the point of that. But uh, we're just trying here to get to the sixth spot, and I think that's our goal. So there you go. You you play seventy two games to get there. You go. You get. You lose a couple, and maybe lose a couple games, and
1: then who knows? You're out of the playoffs. <laughs> and let's keep in
0: mind, it's not like last year of how close you have to be. If the ten seed can be a dumpster fire, they still get a chance to play
1: in. That's what you know. Where the Mavericks were last season? No, I don't. Seven seed.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so so now we're talking about that side of it, and this is different because these leagues have ran a certain way, the, the entirety, you know, whether, you know, the NFL actually changed last year, but they just yeah. let another team in. This is, this is and diff-
1: added a week of play.
0: Yeah. This is a big deal. Uh, it, in it's, you can't overlook the money that's on the line. You mm-hmm. just can't overlook that. And, you know, a team, but, but say a team does play really, really, really good all year. Say Luca goes out with a, you know, an ankle sprain or something at game 62 and the Mavs, you know, they got to rest him. Normally, you would just rest him till the playoffs. Don't worry about it. So now you you drop one spot, all of a sudden, you're in a play-in game. You, you know, like that. that's completely different than it's ever been.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that's going to make teams make some real decisions at the end, or say you get a player back. Like, I mean, you know, like there's a lot of guys with players out right now that might get them back at the end of the season to play their way back into it. There's an even argument on both sides but here's what we know between the east and the west you're gonna have eight teams involved in this somebody's gonna be really upset somebody's gonna be really happy uh, that, that that's what we know we watch the nba every night what did we watch you know help me out here was it i believe it was last night or the night before when we saw the Knicks destroy the lakers
1: was that yeah. just like oh man uh, after they
0: after they just beat the nets though so th- that's what i mean when you're talking one game
1: it was yesterday yeah nicks won a 1196
0: yeah so, I mean, I'm just saying one game, any team that, you know, we're talking that's I'd pick them because they're down, you know, the eighth seed. Sure. Any team gets hot for one game. I don't care if they're five games. You can have a pretty bad season at the 10th seed. I mean, they're yeah. I mean the 10th seed right now is 22 and 31 dude.
1: Yeah. in the East. Yeah.
0: And Zach Levine gets hot for a night and then all of a sudden you're out of the playoffs after, you know, what you've done all season. Like, it, it, this is crazy stuff but i love it because once again just more teams involved
1: now in the game <laughs> Like i w- say that win a basketball game
0: yeah um full disclosure i'm a chicago bulls fan if they were the six seed right now or seven seed i don't think i would love it near as much so i i understand you know mark cuban's come out and said he doesn't like it which you know I, after everything, wonder, Mark, wonder why? Mark, yeah, everything Mark Cuban's done in the last year. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a bit of a pass, but uh, and I understand why they would. not Yeah, it's
1: like not him. an insult of like his character or oh, him as an owner like or whatever. That. Like oh, you can he, not like something. Yeah, you're not like something. He's looking out for the best interests of his team. Luka Doncic obviously has a little <laughs> bit at stake here, being the best player on the seventh seed right now.
0: And as fans, we want him in. We yeah. want Luke, we want Luke in and as fans He I'm, was
1: awesome in the playoffs last season.
0: Oh man, I mean he was he had I mean it was it was one of my favorite moments of last year when he hits the game winner mm-hmm. in the bubble. So and then I see if you're a Celtics fan or a Knicks fan, you're furious because you've you know Celtics definitely have a team that can win.
1: Celtics just need to be happy that they have a shot at being in the playoffs to begin yeah, with. What after is their going season. On yeah.
0: I know you guys have covered a lot, but if I'm a Knicks fan, that team has played that team has played solid from day one.
1: Played it. It's guts and, out.
0: Yeah. So of all years, it's a shame that they should have to play an extra game. Now, if they're the ninth seed, obviously the Knicks fan is going to be on board with it, yeah. but I can see why, like as it stands right now, you know, there is, there's a difference between just getting hot for 10, you know, 12 games and all of a sudden, you know, squeaking into the playoffs or having a solid season. And then, in you know, so as a Cubs fan, this is a baseball analogy. This happened to us. I think it was two years ago the Cubs were really good all season and just, they went on a horrible losing streak late in the year on the last game of the season, Milwaukee ties them. So they have to play one, a one the one game playoff sort of like this Cubs. Mm-hmm. lose. They went from having a you know great season, skipping over the playing game. And all of a sudden I get home, they played an afternoon game. I get home from work. The Cubs are out of the playoffs in one day. And it, it, it was, it was just a kick in the stomach, man. So, there's gonna be an NBA team that's sad, just really, really sad, and I feel for them. But as far as us, like we're gonna cover those. That's gonna be one of the most exciting, what, three games of the year. It, and I'm sorry, sad. those
1: sad NBA fans are gonna make life a little bit more enjoyable. Like, I mean, if yeah. you're that that's what makes this play in tournament so great to me, Jeff, is like you have that aspect of it, but again, what I brought up earlier is a team that gets injured or a team that's been stricken by COVID as hard as it has, like the Boston Celtics, a lot of people just think like, oh, they haven't just played good basketball season long. Well, that's not 100% the case. Like, that's a, sl- a big slice of the pie. But, I mean, Marcus Smart missed a lot of the a lot of the season so far. You know, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum didn't play a lot together. Kimball Walker's been in and out with knee injuries. Like, they just added Evan Fournier. So, they've been kind of fiddling around with their, with their roster, players missing time and they just so happen right now, they are in position to maybe move as far up to like a couple games, Jeff and the seventh seed in the East could be the four seed. They're only what? Oh yeah. Yeah. A game back in the standings.
0: That's another thing is as tight as this race is it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really close. I mean, when you look, we'll just go through here after, after Milwaukee, who, by the way, I, I, we don't, I don't talk about enough cause I don't do an NBA show. Really have a good feeling about Milwaukee. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just because I don't – something about Durant, there's something missing there with the Nets, but I might be wrong. They may just put everybody in the playoffs and run the table. I, yeah. I really don't know what's going to happen. i let you, I let you guys. i let you guys worry <laughs> about that. But um, after Milwaukee at three, from four, uh, from the fourth seed Atlanta Hawks, which is awesome, what a run they've been on. There's a perfect example, you mm-hmm. know, of a team that can go – Coaching to-
1: change, that's all they fourth needed. Fourth
0: to eighth, it's a game and a half, dude. I mean, I mean, even to
1: the ninth seed three game difference.
0: Yeah. But then you go to the Bulls. Now we're starting to see some distance, but they're going to have a chance. It's uh, something I do like about it, though, in all honesty, is that it also a team can take a bad injury a good team can take a bad injury and maybe they get their guy back
1: late in the season. And that's what I like a lot about it.
0: I, I like that a lot about it. Cause I've seen a lot of really good teams punished over the years because they just couldn't hold it together, waiting for a guy to get back from an injury that he's going to recover from. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of a fan of that. And I know I, once again, I know it's going to work against somebody. I know it's going to work for somebody, but once I kind of started thinking about it this week, and when I invited you to do the show, and then uh, Luca speaks up, and Cuban speaks up, and I'm like, "This is perfect. This is what knee jerk analysis is all about." We but don't want Cuban to pick- at
1: the same time will accuse another team of tanking. So, like, which side of the mouth are you wanting to talk out of, Cuban? Like, are you mad at tanking, or are you mad at the play-in scenario? Like, yeah. teams are competitive like mo- more of the season now, and that's what yeah the we the intent of this was.
0: Yeah, I mean, we only have we get to our we get we got a we got a parting shot coming up here, but really, you're only eliminating uh, what five teams on each side one, two, three, four. Yeah, five teams on each side. Or, I mean, you could say
1: you could say that the 12 teams in the east really have a realistic shot of potentially making this way in there, and then in the western conference, I mean, once you get past. The eleven teams, like the Kings, they're they're on the longest active losing streak in the I NBA right
0: now. 20, 23 teams involved.
1: Mm-hmm. Twenty
0: three yeah. teams involved. That that I think that's awesome. And it's, you know, you brought it up. You know, the Murray injury, which is, I hate that. I hate. When, I hate when I hate any injuries in any sport, whatever, and, and they really kill you when it's a, a great young player like Murray. Mm-hmm. But uh, but still, the fact of the matter is, you got as an analyst, that's an opening. That team's not near as good, so now you know if you can just get in. Especially you're going to be a low seed. Even the Lakers, I could totally see the Lakers being down a guy. Um, I, I, there's nothing we talked about it before we came on. There's nothing that tells me that the Lakers are guaranteed to be healthy across the board with this triple-headed monster and and make a run. Yeah, but things happen, and all of a sudden you squeak in. You know the Golden States. You know squeaks into that eight seed. Say the Lakers with the one seed at that point. What, however, it works out. And then all of a sudden you knock somebody off, then it's an open tournament. Uh, I think this really – I know that for a fact that there's been teams over my lifetime of watching basketball that deserved in that nobody wanted to play um, for sure. Yeah, so. and
1: and the thing too is is like back to the whole Dallas Mavericks thing, like you really have nothing to complain about other than your, your level of give a darn, you know, because the Lakers had – they lost both of their stars – the Nuggets just lost Jamal Murray, so like, how much more assistance do you need other than you just winning basketball games to avoid this playing tournament altogether? Anyway,
0: yeah, and it's a and it, and here's the thing: they get, they change the rules all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's no different than you know we talk about all the time. They took out hand checking; it changed the game. Move on, but now we got Steph Curry. Yeah. I mean, things, it, it just is what it is. You know, it's, we've, we've talked about it a million times on our shows, like they change rules all the time mm-hmm. and it's not to benefit a player Every I don't know why you, anybody would think that it's to, it's to benefit the game. I was watching a game the other night to get sidetracked here and I can't help but notice how, how much, how open the court is compared to, You know, in in the years past, it's fascinating to me. I really like it, and to me, that's what that's what this play in is is opening up the playoffs the same way that we've Mm. opened up the court instead of choking everything down. You know, to the post, this is this is wide open. People love college basketball for the same reason. You know, the more teams involved, the better. You might actually get a real underdog. I mean, if Golden State works its way in, that's going to be a story. That's going to be a beautiful.
1: You then you have Golden State against Utah, and you can't tell me that you won't get some analyst saying like the, this could be an eight seed upset over the one seed. It could. I'll it, tell
0: you. I mean, there's no reason to doubt Steph Curry against the world. So, uh,
1: other than the fact that you know that they're 26 and 28 with him balling out of control. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. That's, <laughs> that, that's another show. but I'm saying it. Right. It, it's uh, in the right yeah.
1: moment, though. The right that the right it, streak, hundred percent.
0: It's got a a lot of things got to go right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, as far as them getting in, you know, I'll watch. Let's put it that's
1: the opening round that I would love to see. I would love to see Golden State, Utah first round. Like, who wouldn't want to see that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we'll get a couple parting shots out of here. And then, so we've got a our uh, partner, Austin Carr, golden state would have a real shot against Phoenix. That's exactly my, that's exactly my point. And if I, Phoenix I
1: jumps thing. up against Utah, which they could, I mean, I they're say, only a game and a half back.
0: I say this in football a lot. Sprained ankles happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying major injuries, but when you're in the playoffs, you know, everybody is, why would we, it's, this isn't NBA 2k on, on <laughs> PlayStation or Xbox Turn why injuries off. guys get nicked up. You know, Steve Nash gets hip checked. I mean, things I'm just, things change a lot. You have to be in the playoffs to win. I say that all the time. Uh and, I, and it sounds stupid but that's the that's the whole point. You you just have to you have to get in there to have a chance and then you
1: the know The Warriors yeah. did it to the Mavericks not I mean absolutely it, uh, like 15 years or I'll so ago. It, it feels
0: forever ago, yeah. which I'll never forget that series. That that playoff series changed basketball
1: uh don nelson and those funky it, warrior lineups was, man, that amazing was, man that should be a show right there but that
0: should, you know there we go but, <laughs> you know what maybe i'll do that that's an icon let's we could do mm-hmm. that uh once again austin says mav should have shown up the season shouldn't have shown up the season out of shape if they're worried about the in." totally agree you you have every right to say that to mark cuban and then last but not least the next our president, Chris Jose LeBron of the of the Off the Ball Podcast, president of the Off the Ball Network says Knicks won't be a play in. The fourth seed, here we come. So I mean,
1: with the, the Hornets being injured, the Celtics not been Knicks looking are, too good. They're on a three game win streak right now, but I mean, Miami's been wishy washy all year long. Yep. I mean, there's you can't definitively look at a team and tell me like they have the fourth seed locked up. Like nope. it can literally be any team.
0: Like yeah. I guess after after the Bucks, uh, any anything goes. <laughs> you know, Nets, Sixers, Bucks. I feel good about after the rest that, of them. I can't wait. I, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's so exciting. Um, and there's only I mean, what are we talking here? 50, there's less than twenty games left in the season. That's what yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's like amazing.
1: these differentials and games back in the Western Conference are further back than what they appear. But in the Eastern Conference, like I said, like it's tomorrow amazing. night, these standings awesome. fourth four through eight could be shuffled around in any given an order. You know,
0: I, and uh, I like what I've seen out of the Sixers lately. I'm really excited about the Eastern Conference playoffs this year. I think I think it could be really good. And and Chris, I hope the Knicks are there, buddy. I, that I good. No, and I hope that, I hope the Bulls are too. But I, I really genuinely hope that you guys get a shot uh, to prove uh, what you've done all year. I mean, they consistency all year. And with a young, I a think four, more
1: realistic for the Knicks are around six seed, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they're up in that four spot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. just, it, it, somebody's going to get hot those last 20 days, 20 mm-hmm. days of the season.
1: And it's, uh, it's going to be. RJ Barrett's been turning it up lately. So, yeah,
0: I really like what I'm seeing on him. Tibbs, we won't go dude, we won't out of Knicks road. Right? I know we got plenty of uh, Dick's podcasts on here. We got other
1: shows that do enough this of that exactly already. That's
0: so. exactly what Tibbs does. And it, these, these players, he's getting, he's getting a lot out of each player. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy for him. Um, I didn't necessarily want to lose him in Chicago. I knew it had to happen. It was a whole thing, but. um,
1: You like that sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. (laughs) All right. So that is it. That is our, that is our dive into the NBA play in tournament. And I I show we've ever
1: done together. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's a lot of people that tune into this and they're like I didn't even know that was happening. You know, the, you know, I brought an an NBA expert on here and and for the record, everybody go to offballnetwork.com, check out what we're doing lately and especially one of our most recent things, Steven did the top 25 NBA players under 25 years old. It is one of the most thorough uh entertaining, you know, researched uh, articles that you'll ever read. It's fun to read it. There's stats. There's an explanation of why it is. To me, it is the the bible on the top 25. <laughs> 25. And here's what's next, Stephen. It, it only lasts a year because some of those guys are going to be twenty six next year. So you got to do it all again. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it, really that makes it fun stuff.
1: And I appreciate that. But you also have a fascinating article that talks about the NFL draft. It was fun and, and the stories that are kind of concocted and conjured up for I creating, think- you know, muddying the water, so to speak. So I would encourage everyone to go to off the and read your article about the NBA draft season. Cause that was phenomenal. Like it that's something funny. that the ringer would love to have on their website somehow.
0: Well, I, I, t- that's, that's nice of you to say, man, it was fun to do. I've been vindicated. Everything worked out for me, but, um, anybody that's on here that, um, uh, Anybody, basically, go to Off the Ball Network. gets uh, I, I keep saying that We have it. We, I haven't uh, coined it yet, but it's uh, you know, it, it's we keep it real for the real sports fans. Mm-hmm. We really do have a lot of great stuff on there. I can't even. I honestly can't even name all the guys at this point. We've we've got some announcements to make in the future. Yeah, yeah. please His keep get coming. It. Yeah. Just go to, if nothing else, honestly, you know, you're not doing anything. You're hanging out. Go to off the The clicks help us peruse what the guys are doing. We've got, I think we've got right around 15 podcasts on there now, different podcasters. There's good stuff coming out all the time. There's live stuff coming out all the time. It's really, we're really putting our heart and souls into the network and it's, it's a lot of fun. And I, and I promise that we're not selling you short. We're, we're, we're doing our best for you and it's uh don't
1: even read or listen to my stuff listen or read everyone else's you'll be just as happy <laughs>
0: that's classic steven man but, but he's wrong no no what he's doing is awesome on there and check out breaking the game uh steven tell i know you're on you're on what dash radio a couple times a week what's going on with you man
1: yes sir so thank you for the for the plug but uh my buddy austin who has you know been you know dialoguing with us throughout this oh, yeah. episode he and i we co-host the breaking the game podcast it's an nba centric podcast where we talk about you know scores updates to you know we get into all kinds of stuff but um anywhere podcasts are available just look up breaking the game you'll see this basketball and this microphone combination on there and uh subscribe share rate review five stars helps all the world you you don't even understand like how much a yep. five star rating um yeah help
0: it's, the podcast. it's huge. We, we appreciate it. Yeah, like listen to every everybody on here. I, I promise it's uh we 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 ask you to do it because we we stand behind you know our product,
1: and we're we're proud. If you don't of it. like it. Tell me why, and I'll oh, yeah, listen to yeah. you. promise I will. but um, we're all, Jeff, you brought up the Dash radio. We're on every Monday and Friday at six p m Eastern three p m Pacific on the Dash radio app. so download Dash radio. Look up the Nothing But Nat channel, and we're on there every Monday and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. We're having a great guest, Lauren Gunn, who's on a couple of different podcasts. She's going to be on for our Friday episode, and we got it in the works right now that um, fellow Off the Ball Network um, you know, colleague Chris Bolton is going to be on our Monday episode. Nice. So nice. another NBA expert from the Off the Ball Network is going to be on there.
0: Yeah. Things are great at the network right now. And, uh, you know, shout out to our sponsor, manscape.com. You get 20% off at manscape.com and free shipping shipping. and free shipping. You put in the code, put in the code J hunt, J H U N T or the code O T B N. And, um, it's worth it. I mean, I've got friends that have, you know, that have done it. They, they, text me they they're like hey man we we appreciate it this is great uh it's a product i use it's product all the guys use it's 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 really amazing so yeah go check out manscaped.com get your 20 percent off from free shipping with uh either code jhunt or otbn and um you'll you'll thank us for it
1: i'm wearing the i mean not to give too much information but i'm wearing the the manscaped underwear right now I bought a whole bunch of pair. They're the most comfortable underwear I've ever. It, worn.
0: It's it is is the one of the first sponsors. I mean, I can truly stand behind it or just stand in it. I guess so. To yeah, speak. I'm, I'm standing in, in it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Stephen Gillespie, breaking the game podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, this has been Jeff Needs Sports, everybody, um, and uh, we thank you for listening. And we'll uh, talk to you soon.
1: Much love, everybody.